This episode of Valence is brought to you by Less Is Morg, a typical chat cast between friends. Except one of the friends is a Nickelback-loving ghost, and one is a non-binary human-eating ghoul. This goofy fiction sitcom has everything you need in a podcast. A buddy cop dynamic duo who would never be cops, spoopy hijinks, and ginger. We here in Hug House love Less Is Morg and highly recommend. You can find a link in our show notes for this episode. Valence is a serialized fiction podcast with discussions and depictions of struggles with mental health. You can check our show notes or the transcripts on valencepod.com for a full list of content warnings and their timestamps. It's important to take care of yourself, especially here in New Candler. mechanisms you've got here. Go ahead, drink yourself to death. Do Riley's job for her. You've already failed Louise. Why not fail everyone else, too? Go on and throw yourself into the bottom of a bottle and see if you can't find a little peace and quiet there. Is it even really letting people down if they always knew you'd wind up here? If you always knew you'd wind up here. Or... Is it just living up to expectations? Shut up. For a while there, you'd been doing so well, too. You talked to people. You paid attention when people talked to you. You were bordering on functional. It's a very low bar, but for once, you didn't dig a tunnel under it. And you very nearly... Go away, Flynn. Go away. I want to talk right now. No. No? You're not the only one hurting, and I don't really want to be alone right now. Please, Flynn, I can't. I know. We don't have to talk if you don't want to. I just... Please don't ask me to be alone right now. Well, shit. Maybe there's someone you haven't let down yet. Matter of time, I suspect. Okay. Stupid. You're not stupid, Liam. You're grieving. There's a difference. It's okay if it- No, not me. This whole... All of it. Everything. Nothing changed. Except for what did, which is worse now, and we're left here to find a way to fix it alone, and it was stupid. This is why I hate caring about people. Do you? Are you sure? I want to. And I want to be angry with him. Angry would be so much easier. It's just guilt there. I know it's illogical, but I... I I can't help feeling as though this is some sort of 
cosmic justice for finally feeling like maybe I want to exist sometimes. As if my wanting was enough to throw things so off balance that punishment had to be meted out somehow. The desire is there, so the existence has to be snuffed out in some way that's, like, this... The second I have a spark, an entire sun is just... I know. I know. It's ridiculous and self-centered and monstrous to think like that. I know. You know, I think he would be proud of you for acknowledging that, and for letting yourself feel it anyway. I... I know what you're trying to do, Blah, but I can't. I can't think like that right now. I just... An entire son. I... Son. What? <laughs> Solve. Fuck. I can... No, Liam. Liam. I can do it. You sure? Not really, but not to be rude, you're pretty drunk, and that's not how this news should be delivered. Especially not to Sol. I'm sorry. I know. It's okay. Don't worry. Just give me a minute, I'll be back. Thank you. You don't deserve friends like Flynn. Look at him, taking on the weight that should be yours, even while it's taking all he's got not to fall apart right now. You use people. You use them to shield yourself from uncomfortable things, and they either get used up or they wise up and leave. Which do you think it'll be this time? Do you think you'll use Flynn up? Or will he see past that big soft heart and leave like he should have done the day you met? I'm sorry. I never wanted this. I... I didn't want this. It doesn't really matter what you wanted, though, does it? What are you going to do next? Are you going to sit and wallow in your own self-pity while your friends light themselves on fire just to keep you warm? Or will you... Hey. I talked to Soul. They're, um... They're not okay. But, um... Their sister's coming over, so that's something. What do we... What do I do next? I don't fucking know, man. I wish I knew. Fuck, is that- No one of you is in there. Someone better let me in. Was that Sarah? Let me go look. You stay put. Liam's a little drunk right now. I 
think he just wants to opt out of everything for a little while. Yeah, fuck that. Liam, we're coming in. <laughs> So? So? Cops found his body. They haven't identified it as him yet, but from the description and the location where they... It's him. Fuck. Was it... No. No, I don't want, I don't want to think about that right now. I just... We can't focus on them. Not right now. That's... Yeah, that's about where I am too. But it makes all of this a lot more real than I want it to be. And I miss him. That sounds too small, but he's who I want to go to right now to talk about this and feel better. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. You can't help them. They're your friends and they're right by you and you can't do anything to make them feel any better. You'll only drag them down with you. That's all you've ever been good for, you worthless, miserable anchor of a person. You're just going to drag them down to the bottomless pit. I can't be in this bed right now. I need something to do. I have to get up. I have to do something. I'm making tea. Uh, what? Uh, do we even own any tea? If not, then I'll go to the bodega. I guess you're not entirely useless. Thank you. For coming. He loved to tell me stories of what you two would get up to at school. Of course. He meant the world to both of us. I, uh... I have to promise me that we'll talk later. I understand. Absolutely. Hi, Soul. Is there anything we can help with? No, no, no. Thank you. Our families have everything taken care of. Thank God. Porque. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> hey, you all made it. I was beginning to wonder if you gotten lost on the way. The Lyft driver who came had some opinions about muses, and Flynn and I, we don't really have great poker faces. We had to walk the last 15 minutes, but I'm fine with that if it means we don't have to listen to him coughing back up every shitty shock jock's talking points oh, about. Oh, I've actually got something I need a hand with. Flynn, would you come help me? Over here? Uh, yeah, sure. 
I really appreciate you coming out and dealing with all of... Wait. Liam. Your die. Osea, are you... Are you wearing a pattern? With... With colors? Estás bien? <laughs> Dapper, right? I was as surprised as you. Y yes, well, I had thought, um... He had mentioned once at that dinner. It seemed appropriate. <laughs> it really is. He would love it. I love it. Ah, th thank you. We'll get out of your hair. I, I know you've got to keep making the rounds. And and if you ever... Uh, um, what, what I mean to say is that uh, he's very important to me. And I'm going to... We're going to finish it. What he started. Thank you. He was right about you, Liam. Please believe that. And I want to help. <clears throat> ah. Uh, we've monopolized you. Uh, apologies. Nothing. No word. Why has he still not responded? Liam. Sarah. How are you doing? Oh, I'm not good. Right. Of course. I'm sorry. Are you doing okay? I... I will be. But at the moment, no. But I am here to support Soul and to say goodbye to a very old friend. And I don't imagine he would have wanted us to spend today being entirely miserable. So... Yeah. Probably not. So... What do we do instead? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Do you know when all the speeches are happening? Speeches? We were all invited to say a few words. But it's not required, so you don't have to worry if you didn't prepare anything. That should be happening in a few minutes, actually. We should take this to the living room. Hey, still no word from Nico? Hmm. If something happened to him, you'd he never know. Extreme. He doesn't share anything of your words. This makes it seem like you have no confidence in him. Stop! I want to thank you all for coming out to remember Luis. And for sharing what he meant to you. He meant the world to me. And I know I'm not alone in that. When I first got the news, I was angry. I was furious. I couldn't believe he would leave me here alone. Leave all of us to try and go through our everyday lives without him. Como si nada. He should have done something different. Shouldn't have been in that part of town. Should have told me where he'd be. Something. Because yes, I am strong enough to keep going without him. We are strong enough to keep going. 
None of us ever wanted to have to be that strong. Es demasiado difícil. But he was out there. <laughs> in that part of town. Por alguna razón, and it must have been for a good reason. He must have been there working on something important to him. And I can't stay angry about that. No con Luis. That strength that we all have to keep going. I believe a lot of us learned that strength from Luis. I'm going to tell you all a story, and I know some of you have heard this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Así que aguantense. Luis and I met years ago when we were both still young, idealistic, wide-eyed, naive students studying abroad. We were from different universities and different fields of study, but somehow we were lucky enough that our programs landed us both in Morocco. I had rented a motorcycle to get around, and one night it broke down, miles from the nearest mechanic shop. I could hear my mother telling me that this was exactly what I should have expected to happen. And cursing esa motocicleta que te va a matar. <laughs> there I was, on the side of the road, a very femme-presenting person alone at night. So when I saw headlights pulling up and slowing to a stop beside me, I should have been anxious. But I had a good feeling about whoever was in that car. Luis had that effect on everyone he met. He had the gift of making you feel safe at home and understood. He achieved that through love. I have never known another person in mi vida entera who approaches life so ready and willing to offer up love. And with that love came strength and courage and a need to stand up for what was dear to him. What he did, he did for causes he believed in and people he wanted to lift up. Luis was quick to offer me help the night we met and quick to ask me to coffee the next day. <laughs> he was the first to say te amo and whenever we argued, He was the first to reach out to call a truce. Paz, sol, paz, he'd say. Yes, there were nights we went to bed still mad. But never once did I go to sleep unsure if he loved me. No one in his life ever doubted his love. And no one doubted what he could achieve with it. Because he never doubted it either. I think we all believed he would achieve the impossible, no matter the odds, because he had done so already, over and over, through sheer force of will and endless optimism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in a way, he did achieve the impossible. He brought us all together, here, safe and surrounded by love, in the home that he and I made. We are here to pay respect to his memory, but I think the only way to do that properly is to keep it with us and to try to live 
a little more like him. For those who you love, never let them doubt your feelings or your support. Tell them, show them, make sure they know that you are thinking of them, that you want the best for them, that you're ready to stand beside them and to fight for them. Not just today, while the memory is fresh and our wounds are raw. Every day. Do it every day. Keep the memory of him with you every day. Para Luis. For Luis. For Luis. Did I ever tell you all the story of how Luis got me to join the TEA? I know some, but only because I had to sign off on your paperwork. Mm, Just what I found when I hacked you. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I hack everybody. It's nothing personal. (laughs) I figured. Yeah, this was a while back. Maybe eight years? When I was with the DOJ, and Luis was working with a counseling group the feds called after shootings, trauma, whatever. Mostly to make sure we hadn't gotten a little too broken to keep being useful, you know? And there was a pretty significant risk of that with me. I'd gone from thinking being a muse was what was wrong with me, to having it be the reason I got that job, to An all-muse ops team. Those missions can't have been easy. No, they definitely weren't. Normally we'd see the trauma counselors a couple of times, get a stamp of approval, and go back to field work. But after that mission, I was on desk duty and seeing Luis as a patient for the better part of a year. He was the one who talked me into leaving that team. And when the TEA happened, he was the one who gave me a call. Got me in the door to meet with Grace. I... I'm pretty sure he saved my life with that. He was the one who convinced Grace to take a chance on me. I think we all owe him a great deal. You should have gone with him. It should have been you instead You going would have meant you both got killed, and then everyone would be- Then you should have tried harder to stop him. We still need him, and he's gone, and you did nothing to prevent it. He was a grown man who could make my own choices. And I told you one thing, and then I did another. You can't take responsibility for that onto your own shoulders. It's alright to grieve. But do not use this as an excuse to throw out the progress you've made, Liam. The rest of the team still needs you. I need you to try for them. And for yourself. Well, fuck. I... I need to go. Oh. You sure? I'm parked about a block away. I can give you a ride somewhere. No, that's alright. I I need to do something else. You gonna be okay? I'm not sure yet. Uh, Most likely, yes, but I have to go. If you're sure. Yes, I... I need to take a walk, clear my head. I'll, I'll see you all later.
This is the second time you've tried to drown yourself in wine this week. If you're not careful, it'll become a habit. Are you doing all right over here? I'm fine. I'd like another when you have a moment. Hmm. I'm not sure. You got a way home after all this? I'm perfectly capable of walking. Yeah, no. I'm guessing by the all-black suit and the red eyes that today was a pretty bad day for you. That's not how you want to be when walking home alone. I don't need this. I don't... Liam. Liam, there you are. You a friend of his? Yeah. How did you find... Sarah. Yep. Normally, I wouldn't ask it of her, and I'm pretty sure normally she wouldn't do it. But extenuating circumstances today. Hmm. Come on, I'll give you a ride home. I'd rather stay, thank you. Liam, I'm driving you home. I'm not going to stand on the side while you self-destruct. Well, it'd be less a waste of both our time if you did. It's an inevitability anyway. Has my friend closed out his tab? Oh, uh, not yet. No. Does this cover it? It it does. Thanks. You get today. You get this one day to be pissy with me. But I'm getting you home so that you have days after. We're not done, and you don't get to just opt out and drink to avoid the guilt of doing nothing. You don't get to make decisions for me. I deserve to have agency even if it doesn't... Even if it doesn't manifest in a way that's convenient for you. Is this you having agency? Or is it you drinking to avoid having to take responsibility and make choices? I thought you got it. I thought you understood what we're trying to do. If you think this is me avoiding responsibility or or not understanding what we're doing, clearly you're the one who doesn't understand. Don't act like you fucking know me. Maybe I don't know you. And that's fine. But Luis thought you had something good inside you, and I trusted... I trust his judgment. Bringing you in was the last thing he really pushed for, and I need for him to have been right about you. Please. Why do you get to decide that drinking after a good friend's death means I... No. You know what? I didn't ever sign up to... I don't know why he'd say that about me. I don't... I. It, it's not fair of you to act like doing something a normal person would in mourning makes me a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a person with a pattern. And as someone who has already lived that pattern, let me tell you it doesn't fix anything. It doesn't make this bullshit situation any better, and it doesn't make you feel any better, and all it accomplishes is fucking up your life and fucking over everyone who cares whether you live or die. Well, then maybe people should stop caring. It isn't my problem if they do, despite my best efforts to make sure that they don't. Who are you? Look at her. Is this who you are? Is this who you're going to let yourself be? I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm just... I'm so scared of caring about people. There's so little left in me. It just feels so much easier to break. Easier on everyone. Wouldn't it just be easier to let me break? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying all that to you. I didn't mean it. I did, but not at you. 
I don't want to care about you, and I don't want you to care about me, and I don't know why you would, but I do care about you, and I fucking hate that, and I'm sorry for being such a monster to you right now. I, I don't want to be what they want me to be. You're okay. I told you, didn't I? You get a free pass today to be as nasty as you need to be. It's Flynn. He wants to know if I found you okay and how you're doing. How much do you want me to tell him? <sighs> you could just tell him everything. He'll know the second he sees me anyway. Fair enough. He's already on his way back to your apartment with Sarah. I'm planning on heading over there too. Are you sure I can't give you a ride? Being alone would be a bad idea right now, yes? <laughs> Perfect. Go ahead and volunteer more people to be dragged down along with you while you self-destruct, just like she said. Probably. I'm betting you've got an internal monologue that paints things in the worst light possible. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think his should be the only voice around for you to hear for a little while. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Over here. I've got this big orange monster. I think I owe you an explanation. And also an apology. For your carbon footprint? No. Don't be a jerk. Well, then... So I may have been projecting on you back there. About... the drinking. I've danced around the topic a little bit, but... my family? probably figured out they weren't great. My brother and I were the only muses, kind of like you and Noel. I was just a kid when we found out I had magic. My brother didn't show until maybe middle school, just before I... I couldn't stay. I couldn't stay there. I, I couldn't stay with them. In a way, I might have been lucky because I was able to go through the emancipation process pretty smoothly. But I... I really hate that I couldn't take my brother with me. Just like you and Noelle, isn't it? But of course, unlike her, you didn't even try. You don't even care what happened to Noelle, do yourself. And guilt sits with you, you know? Guilt over what you wish you had done when you had the chance. Or even if you didn't have the chance, guilt over not doing something you wouldn't have been able to do in the first place. It's so easy to beat yourself up and somehow satisfying to hate yourself for things you couldn't change no matter what. That does sound familiar. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling you'd get that. I've seen your face when anyone brings up your sister. But it's 
real easy to transition from hating yourself to destroying yourself. And I, I got pretty good at that. And it scared me seeing you remind me of myself in that way. I'm not good at being scared. I, I hadn't known. I wasn't expecting you to. Liam, I'm not trying to put any of the blame for this on you. I'm... (laughs) I mostly just wanted to apologize for treating you the way I treated myself during some of my worst years. I don't think either of us deserve that from each other. Or ourselves. (laughs) That one's harder, but yeah, or ourselves. You ready? I believe so. Valence is a Hug House production. You can find more of our work at hughouse.productions. Valence is edited and sound designed by Julia Shafini. This episode was written by Katie Yeomans. This episode was performed by Josh Rubino as Liam and Liam's Inner Voices, Ishani Knitkar as Mahira Varma, Caleb Del Rio as Flynn Velasco, Jordan Cobb as Sarah Harris, Katie Chen as Grace Chen, Elena Fernandez-Collins as Soledad Marquez, and the following as funeral attendees. Leslie Gideon, Cole Burkhart, Tal Manier, Aaron Keon, Leslie Joyce, Dick Joyce, and the attendees of the PRX Podcast Garage Exhibitor Party at Podtails 2019. Yeah, that's that's why you recorded for Louise. Sorry, y'all. Oops. We'd like to thank some of our Indiegogo backers who helped fund our first season. Adriana Alacron, Alice Tobin, Alina Gorman, Damian Valencia Heidenfelter, Miranda Milovich, and Sebastian Chong. Until next time. Protect your magic.